What's up, everybody? It's Jenna, your host of Jenna's Adventures and the creator of Chakra Coats. Today, I sit down with one of my favorite people on this planet, David Goulet of Pyramid Yoga Center, and we talk about our favorite subject, psychedelic therapy. We talk about the benefits, our experiences, the misconceptions, and a lot more. So I hope you enjoy this, and I hope you give it a listen with an open mind. And as always, if you have any questions, you can reach out to me or the master himself, David, chakrayoga.com. Also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Check out our websites. You know the deal. Without further ado, enjoy. everybody we're back my name is Jenna I'm the creator of Shocker Codes and I'm with David of Pyramid Yoga Center and today we are going to discuss one of our favorite subjects and that is psychedelic therapy um, so yeah what are the benefits mm, yeah psychedelic therapy or I would call it more psychedelic awakening because it has been a very awakening tool used in many cultures as I was just telling you goes way back to the Egyptian times when they were using uh, the Blue Lotus, which is a psychedelic, in all of their religious ceremonies to contact the divine. They were using this uh, Blue Lotus, which grows along the Nile and is abundant at certain times of the year. So, where do we go with this? It is part of my experience and part of what turned me on to yoga again I, I go back a long way you know being an old man I, taking it back to the 60s the psychedelic revolution which was an awakening of consciousness in North America that kind of blew people's minds away it was a whole new thing at that time you know, psychedelics were really not known in Western culture until then now it's much more known. Now you've got ayahuasca ceremonies and all these things happening. People going to Peru for to do these ceremonies. You got magic mushrooms actually growing up everywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. People have become conscious of this. I would say the first awakening was the psychedelic revolution of the sixties for the American people because it's been yeah or for this time this for era. this for this time and era the whole European culture was kind of pretty much asleep and so was the American culture back in the 60s and you were that the era of G.I. Joe and the war in Vietnam and that kind of thing and then all of a sudden the psychedelic revolution came along and literally it stopped the war in Vietnam Mm. because people were realizing well there's something else to do in life other than shoot and kill and play these games and it turned into the you know the, the make love not war generation and, and, and literally stopped the government from what it was doing with all the wars I mean the government did a counter move to make everything illegal and try and crush it all but it that's, was very awakening at the time and that's so unfortunate something that so obviously was promoting peace and um, yeah <laughs> Yeah, that they just X that out right away. Yeah. We could have I mean, had so much compromise and, and less well, yeah, bloodshed. Well, once you start waking up, you realize how much of the economy goes into the industrial, military industrial complex, as uh, John Kennedy called it. And they killed him for calling it that and for calling him down, calling them on it and saying, you know, we don't need to follow this game. 
yeah. better ways of living. So now it's become legal again in the States, as you may know, and it's used in therapeutic sessions. And it, originally that's LSD was invented as such, as a psychotropic drug to deal with people who are schizophrenic and bipolar, and it was being used in um, medical institutions, in psych wards and, and things like that, with some degree of success. It's just that all of a sudden it got out to the general public and everybody started taking it. Whoa! It makes everything look beautiful. It makes music sound incredible. and and everything's got a rainbow colors around it so it doesn't sound like a bad thing <laughs> no it, it, yeah not a bad thing but again used in a therapeutic session if you have a lot of uh, trauma to deal with and whatnot and you've had a really bad childhood it can bring up visual memories of these things that happen to you and freak you out so mm -hmm. and lead people into what they called a bad trip okay so if you don't have that kind of a background, if you're in a good setting, it's an amazing experience. And it has been used in religious ceremonies in a variety of cultures. And we talked about the ayahuasca, I mentioned the Egyptians. Yeah. It goes on and on to many different cultures that have used this to awaken the mind to something that's beyond this material world. Yeah. And it literally and really does that it makes you see things that you don't normally see it's so needed because it gives you this perspective of outside of your own ego the outside of this tunnel vision yeah um can we can we talk a little bit about the therapy of it and about these bad trips because they're actually if done right a bad trip is actually an opportunity to see what's going on inside you it's reliving yeah. maybe trauma and if there was uh, someone to guide them after the bad trip they can actually after Get rid of. During is what's happening now in, in psychotherapy. And again, the use of uh, MDMA is another one that's being used and, and recognized and accepted now by mainstream medicine in North America as for treating post-traumatic stress disorder. It's like amazing. It can take people into the feelings of whatever it is and you go through all these feelings and you come out the other side feeling, wow, okay, I've just released a, a load of stress and anxiety and fear and all these things have just disappeared. Let them go from, and yeah. move on. Yeah, so they're, they're powerful drugs, the psychedelics, the MDMA, these different things. They've been given a bad name partly because they interfered with what the industrial military complex was doing and that started uh, a negative movement to counterattack <laughs> the awakening of people and there's still a certain amount of suppression to the awakening of people who are stepping out of material existence and looking for something better yes well they've done a really good job of um painting this picture around psychedelics um there's still a lot of people myself included until just a few years ago i was scared if i heard someone was doing lsd mushrooms or even smoking weed i'd be like oh my god they don't know what they're doing they're they're lost and then now I realize what a beautiful tool it is obviously when now, you're in the right setting yeah now that you have had some experience yeah so if you haven't had the experience and you hear the horror stories it can sound pretty scary I mean I didn't know anybody who had taken anything until I took 
LSD the first time. Can we talk about that? I love that story. <laughs> I mean, I had only heard from the media at the time, which in those days it was newspapers and radio reports or whatever. People took LSD and they were thinking they could fly and they would jump off buildings and die. This was what I had heard. I hadn't heard any good news and I hadn't heard, I hadn't met anyone taking it, except this hitchhiker I picked up one day when I started traveling. I told him, I'm traveling, I'm going on a journey to find out what life's all about, and da 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 And he looked at me and says, oh, I know a trip you'd like. <laughs> so I was going on a trip around the world. <laughs> and he gives me this little, this little hit of strawberry acid, which, as I, we've laughed about this before, is like, okay, this is what the Beatles were singing about way back in the 60s, you know, Strawberry Fields Forever. I thought that was a really dumb, stupid song until I took this little piece of strawberry acid, which is like a tiny little pill. I mean, how can anything this small have such an impact on your whole life, actually? Yeah. Whoa. It made me see colors. I saw the energy world. I was alone on a beach in Florida, no one were miles around at night in complete darkness, but all of a sudden nothing was really dark anymore because everything was lighting up. Mm -hmm. I was just seeing something that I could never have imagined from where I was coming from and you know in, the, in legal surveys and engineering da -da -da, you're pretty straight laced and, and this just opened up my mind to a whole new dimension of reality which I had been reading a little bit about in books on Buddhism and yoga and uh, the philosophies of uh, Schopenhauer and Kant and different uh, Western European philosophers talking about something beyond. I, uh, what, what are they talking about? I saw the beyond, <laughs> and then I understood. And after that, I had just started my travels, and then I went to Mexico and met other people who were also traveling, who had dropped out, who had been part of the psychedelic revolution. I met people who had been to Woodstock, the huge festival. <laughs> and wow, there's this whole community of people. Millions of people who are not in the mainstream, who have taken different substances, and they're all very intelligent, awakened people who are all coming from a place of non-material existence and talking about love and peace and sharing and, you know, it's, it's not the schooling I had in the standard educational system. It was more competition and do for yourself, and, and these people were just in a different mindset completely. I want to be hanging out with those people. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, I can relate to these people. Yeah. And, you know, contrary to what we've been told is they're not like lazy bums. They're very intelligent, very artistic. They're the innovators of the world. They're the ones that are seeing outside this, you know, narrow field and they're seeing what's the, all the possibilities available. Yeah. It's a mind-opening experience. It breaks you out of Normal thinking of you get out of school, you get a good job, and you work for 40 years, and you retire, and you watch TV until you die. Well, that doesn't appeal to most people. It didn't appeal yeah. to me. And these guys are saying, okay, this is what my parents did, but I don't think they were very happy, and that lifestyle doesn't suit me at all. So you have people traveling around the world, like you and me, here we are in Thailand, and, and discovering other cultures, other ways of thinking, other ways of being so it's a new exploration of life which is triggered by having 
a psychedelic experience. It breaks you out of old patterns. It really makes you feel that life is an adventure to be had and not just this like <laughs> assembly line, cookie cutter thing. Uh, yeah. And it's so silly because when I realized that, I was like, obviously, like obviously <laughs> that's so true. We created paper money. It doesn't control us, but we've chosen to be controlled by it. But when yeah. you see that, there's so much more like we can create another currency, which some people have with Bitcoin or yeah, yeah all that, which is so much lately, but the ups and downs. Yeah. But going back to um, the creative aspect, the artistic aspect, which wakes up when you take some of these substances and you create something and what you create can have value. And you can trade that for money, you can sell it, you can invent things and, and, and do amazing things. But the invention itself and the creative aspect of a human being allows you to make something. Creativity is the currency. Creativity is, is the currency and you're contributing to humanity by creating something that didn't exist before. So it goes back to being productive individually and creating new things and coming up with new ideas rather than just working in a factory and mass producing the same old thing. That's not yeah. you. That's not a person's passion. Yeah. That's not there. Not, yeah. Yeah. Not, and you've seen a lot of abuse in that world of the mass production and in the poorer countries getting people to work for a dollar a day on this assembly line all day long to make iPhones yeah. or, or whatever. And it's like, that's not really what people want to do, but they've been trapped in the system. They have to have money to buy their food, so they have to do this. What about just going out in nature? finding some land, growing your food, and building your house. This is the original way of life. It sounds so impossible to us. Yeah. But it's actually really not. That that was well, actually our foundation. Yeah. It's only just going, recently. Yeah, yeah, you're going back to the Garden of Eden. What was the idea? You're in nature, and nature, everything is growing in nature, and nothing, there's no price tag on anything. You're just collecting food, and you're living in a natural environment that is warm and friendly, and hey, life is good. Yeah. So you don't have to have a job. But we've completely been programmed out of that. And the psychedelic revolution tuned people back into, wow, nature is beautiful. I mean, you remember stories or pictures of hippies looking at a flower and just saying, <laughs> like zoning wow. <laughs> it makes you see the beauty. Yeah. Which when you're busy thinking and you're worrying, you don't see that at all. So if you take that mind out of the way, and that term, blowing your mind away, is attributed to the psychedelic, to the LSD phase. So when your mind is out of the way, all of a sudden your consciousness is seeing the beauty that you hadn't seen, hearing sounds that you hadn't noticed before, and you develop this appreciation for all these little things. Yeah. It also, I found, it kind of takes you out of your ego, your yourself, the, the, all these habitual thinking patterns so that you can see all this from above and see, oh, that's so negative that I've been like looping. That's been looping in my <laughs> mind yeah. for so long. I want to push that out or look at these relationships. Like there's so much pain, but when I see it from above, I can see that everyone just is trying to love each other or whatever it is. Yeah, trying to tune into that love force. Yeah, you have so much yeah. clarity, I find, after after a trip. And I, yeah. I really do wish people knew that there, what psychedelics can be used for, like how therapeutic it can be. And I think what would help is if we stopped this, this story, this negative story, and, and 
combated the dogmatic views of it. And I just don't know how to do that. Well, There's so much negativity videos like this and getting more people open to the ideas. But ultimately, people need to try something and have an experience. And because of the bad media, people are afraid. Like you said, you were afraid. Yeah. I wasn't afraid, but I had no idea. <laughs> you didn't know what like, was oh. going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I trusted myself and, and nature. I was totally out of nature. I said, oh, well, what's going to happen? What am I going to do? It's just I'm out here on the beach and there's nothing around, no one around. So I'll just try it. And wow, an amazing uh, rebirthing kind of experience, seeing reality in a completely different way. Yeah. And it's at that point that I decided that I was going to go and learn more about brain chemistry and different states of consciousness and yoga was what was talking about these things coming to a higher state a meditational state no idea what that meant at the time but after the trip I could understand there are different ways of seeing life and from this level of absolute happiness and beauty and enjoyment well yeah if everybody lived this way there would be no wars there would be no battling everybody would just be doing what the hippies did sharing and having a good time and enjoying music and you know loving each you know, other loving each other yeah and enjoying life rather than fighting each other about who gets what and and just because you are in that headspace doesn't mean you can't be competitive doesn't mean that you can't have desires to own a business um, competitive in a good way it's like you know you're competing against yourself of being the most uh, living at the highest potential that you possibly could in a, in a very yeah. positive way Im improving yourself and creating something new and creating something that has benefit and that's worth has a value to it that you can and you can still be structured you can yeah. still like have a high position job you can still be a good parent yeah well i mean in later years and in the last 10 years or so i you know learned that even some of the people at google when they have a Google get-together and meeting, they take LSD. I did not know and that. And they brainstorm under the that? influence of this creative power. So this is, okay, it's not talked about and not people may know this, but this is the reality of where some of the creativity and the inventions come from. Yeah. And it can also be twisted over onto the negative side of it. It becomes very powerful. And you can see, well, we could do this and we could do that. So has been twisted in some areas of empowering the wrong concepts and the wrong ideas. I really so give it back to the hippies. Yeah. <laughs> Make love, not war. Live in nature and look at nature and go, whoa, so beautiful. And you feel that you are in paradise again when you're under that influence. Yeah, you, yeah, so, you do. It's yeah. very peaceful. It's very yeah. loving. Living, being out in nature and taking some kind of a psychedelic journey without social interference, without traffic and weird things just in nature it's really hard to go wrong you just look around and say wow everything is amazing yeah. every little bug is a fascinating experience and like i said about the flowers you see the symmetry the geometry in the flower how did the geometry come into being here yeah. you know it, it's like it's an amazing experience and everyone opens, should try it yeah everyone should try it no. What what do you oh go ahead, go ahead. no <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to one of the, to those people that are kind of they're ready to 
learn about themselves more and they're ready to dig deep on the things that are preventing them from living their best life or whatever it is and are considering a psychedelic therapy to help them with that, what would you suggest they do? How do they prepare for it? Who can they go to? Well, how to prepare for it is to prepare yourself and put your questions down and look at what's on your mind and maybe look back at what you've gone through in your life if you've had a traumatic life and a really negative childhood or something. Some of that will come up. You'll remember things that you have forgotten and you'll visually have visual impressions of some of these things and some of the feelings will come up. And then if you're like we use it in conjunction with yoga and deep breathing and and sound healing and sound healing so you're listening to sounds that are in themselves harmonious and healing and you're breathing deep and the breathing always brings you back to be centered in the feeling of the moment that's kind of a ground and a safety place to be and then you watch these things come up and you kind of look back and, and look at everything that has happened but from a higher perspective and then you understand why this has happened why people do certain things and it just it's a real expansion of um, consciousness through the mind game and so there are now different places like going for ayahuasca ceremonies to peru if you want or copenhagen if you if you want there's all kinds of stuff and it's happening in many places in the world now and if we go back again going back to the Egyptian thing as I, I've been many times to Egypt and I discovered rediscovered this concept of the blue lotus which is everywhere all over the walls and I hadn't really contemplated that it was like a flower offering okay well, but it's always the same flower it's always the blue lotus and and then when you look into deeper references of it, they were preparing it with, uh, with wine and immersing it in wine and kind of fermenting it with the wine over a period of time, preparing this, and then drinking it in these religious ceremonies. And then you start to realize, well, the Egyptians were the early birds of religious culture. Okay, and I go back in, in the, the video on Egyptian yoga, which is up on YouTube, I explain the story of Moses who was born and raised in Egypt so he was raised in a culture that was using this blue lotus mm. and he was trained at the highest level of Egyptian nobility and, and whatnot and then he stepped out and rebelled against the corruption that was happening in Egypt at that time and Moses is the one who wrote the Bible the beginning books of the Bible were written by Moses and he came out of Egypt so everything in Judeo-Christianity, anything connected to the Bible, which includes Islam, is going back to what happened in Egypt and the use of finding God, finding your divine connection with the help of psychedelics. Mm -hmm. And then so the church goes, found it out and wanted a little bit of a power play. It <laughs> yeah, was yeah. really yeah, sure. Then it becomes a power play. If you know something or other people don't know, you can play God. So. Ooh, I just did it myself. David. I can I can edit that out. I can, please. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. okay. That went all over the red line. How are we doing on time? Oh, doing pretty good. Okay. So I guess just to wrap this up, um, is to the next time someone talks about a psychedelic, instead of automatically thinking of the negative, 
open your mind a little bit and think that there is a positive and yeah. and it can be very therapeutic it is very therapeutic it's awakening it's therapeutic and it's, it's being reset into western medicine into psychotherapy etc for a good reason okay all the illegalities that happened in the 60s and 70s with richard nixon and whatnot have passed and okay? we've gone beyond that and people are waking up to something better now aside from the whole wave of fear and negativity with uh, what's happening in the world out there we have the awakening of people discovering these things and i want to say that add to this that after this original trip that i had in new year's eve 1969 with my strawberry acid i went to india to find out about brain chemistry and what i found out in four months of practicing yoga breathing i mean I'm not talking about exercises but the whole scheme of yoga the meditation concentration focus breathing mantra beyond asana yeah beyond the asanas i found within four months that i could create recreate the same psychedelic state of consciousness with the practices of yoga it involved a certain amount of willpower but not eating too much not sleeping too much doing the practices but i get to the same state of i'm feeling actually pretty trippy and everything is looking more colorful than it was so it's, it, it's in the brain chemistry and we now know i don't think it was known then we know now that the brain produces dmt which is the essential psychotropic substance that makes these things happen so we're producing it in ourselves it's not something we have to go out and buy but I mean, it's like in our I said, birthright it's us yeah it's in really? us it's in our capabilities so it's in our inner nature and we need to realize that that's there for a reason and did you find when you were more i hate this is such a common phrase and i cringe when i say it but when you're more aligned with your chakras but honestly, when you do work on yourself and you do rebalance your energetic systems, when you are more in alignment with your chakra system, is it easier to experience these states through breath work, contemplation? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's what the whole practice of yoga takes you to this realignment of your energies, your hormones, your body chemistry, brain chemistry, and you come to a more natural state of feeling better, seeing better, hearing better, and it goes up from there into higher and higher states as you increase the practices so the distinction between your own brain chemistry and yoga or taking psychedelics is there's a choice you could either do it, it, it take to bring your time. you one way or another we get we can get to this place of of feeling incredibly happy joyful and seeing the beauty in nature or in anything but in nature, it's more obvious and less disturbed or twisted, let's say. Yeah. So. So it's in us. We have access to it. Yeah. If you need there. like a little and shortcut or a little help, you can go get some therapy, medicine. Yeah. Psychedelic medicine and therapy. And you can uh, do it yourself with the practices and the breathing and the breath retentions. And uh, again, in yoga, there's the breath retentions where you're taking in the atmosphere, which is oxygen and nitrogen. And with the retentions, you learn to absorb both. And in your brain, this becomes nitrous oxide, which they call laughing gas. And your brain changes its chemistry with that. And that's 
simple breathing techniques. Yeah. Capping it off. Capping it <laughs> off. Um, rewire your brain around what you, how, how you feel about psychedelics and maybe do some more research. If there's a clinic near you that's doing psychedelic therapy and you feel like you need to do some work, you know, do some consideration. Yeah, consider just going, stepping beyond your fear. Yeah. And trying something, try a mild version or try it with somebody you trust who's done it. There's a lot of people who have played with this at this point. So mm. find somebody else who you trust that you can do it with. and. Uh, if you're afraid to do it alone or I would say go with nature again in nature you suddenly see the beauty of everything and it's overwhelming yeah perfect so if you have any questions for David um, about yoga or the benefits of psychedelic therapy or the chakras chakra yoga is what I teach it's all about the chakras it's about the energy it's about your brain chemistry and rewiring your brain, changing your belief system, etc. Human empowerment. So David at ChakraYoga.com, you can just uh, send me an email and cool. I'll get back to you. Thanks, David. Hi, Thanks, everybody. Happy to share. Namaste. Swadi cup, as they say here. Swadi cup. <laughs>